Welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. I am your host, Christina Nicholson, and I have a special guest to say hello to us. Hello. Tell them your name. Dylan. This is Dylan. He is not going to co-host the podcast, but he just wanted to say hi. Hi. Are you done? Yeah. Okay, say bye. Bye. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, I want to talk about my brand new content flywheel. So I will get into what a flywheel is if you are not familiar, but I consider a flywheel a system. It is an order of doing things that once it's started, it should keep on going. One thing leads to the next. And you can have a sales flywheel, you can have a marketing flywheel, an operations flywheel. It's just a system of how you do things. Like I really feel like SOPs are gonna move towards flywheel, like that's gonna be your SOP. I decided to create a content flywheel on paper, like digital paper. (laughs) It was always in my head, kind of, but making a design in Canva to actually see it makes a big difference for me when it comes to how I execute. So why a content flywheel? When I look at how I get most of my leads and my clients, it comes from my content. Even if it's not directly from my content, People look me up and they'll check me out before deciding to contact me. So I feel like my content is a big factor in their decision. So this is a behind the scenes look at my content flywheel. And if you wanna see what it looks like, just log on to becomeamediamaven.com and click on this episode because I will show you the visual that I created and I feel like it'll be easier to understand. You can also get the transcript for this episode and the complete show notes there too. Right now, I would like to get 12 more reviews on Apple Podcasts to push me over that 100 review mark. So if you haven't done it yet, please pull this podcast up in the Apple Podcasts app and scroll down to where you see the reviews. And there should be a button that says, see more. And then there, you'll have the option to write a review like Janice Nuhalani did. She said, Christina serves in the biggest way. I've been following Christina for a while. Her service and digital programming are filled with so much info for your success. Thank you for that review, Janice. And I would love to read your review next week on the podcast. So please leave me one. I would appreciate it. The purpose of me sharing my content flywheel is to give you ideas to create your own. And you can also start to see some of this in action here on the podcast, in my newsletter, and on social media. Like this podcast is the start of me implementing this flywheel. Let's start with the foundation. So speaking with content in mind, remember this is a content flywheel, I need to start with a foundation. And when I create content, the goal is to give value to business owners and marketers who wanna learn more and they see me as their guide. That is the foundation of the flywheel, that is the goal. So that is what I want you to start with. Now, I do this in a lot of ways, like I just mentioned, but to make it simpler and turn it into a system, I need to break it down and make all those things work together. And I think this is where I fell short before. Things weren't working together, they were kind of working on their own. The flywheel puts it all together. After I have that foundation and I have that one piece of content, and I'm going to tell you what it is after I go through these steps, you're going to repurpose it. I hate wasting time and I try to be as efficient as possible in business. So I love the practice of creating something once and then repurposing it so it's a fit in different places. 
So ask yourself how you can repurpose content if you're creating a content flywheel. So I can give you some more examples, and I will in a second, but I also think it's important to remember the platforms you're repurposing for. I think there used to be an app. I don't know if people still use it. I think it was called something like If This Then That, and people would post one thing at one time to LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and that doesn't work well. Because these are different platforms for different purposes. So you need to keep that in mind when you are repurposing. And again, I feel like this is something that I do already. And I do it because it's very productive. But not because it's a written system or a standard operating procedure like it is now. I'm just getting more strategic about it. Then we're going to distribute this stuff. Some people like Instagram for business, while others like LinkedIn for business. And some people prefer a podcast to a newsletter or vice versa. I need to be able to reach people in lots of places, but it's tough. I stopped using Instagram and TikTok for business because I wanted to keep those platforms fun. And I felt like, (laughs) I, I feel like that's the opposite of what everybody does now. Everybody's like on Instagram and TikTok for business. I was posting a lot of videos on TikTok and it wasn't getting a lot of views. So I said, okay, screw this. TikTok is fun. I'm just going to do fun videos there. And then on Instagram, I created a new account because I wanted to keep Christina all day as fun. So I created a Media Maven and More account and I was doing some business stuff there. Again, just repurposing what I'm putting on other platforms. But I had to manually do it. I couldn't schedule it because I have two Instagrams and my Christina all day is connected to my Facebook And I didn't want to connect the other one. So it's just manually posting to Instagram every day on the business side of things is tough and not fun for me. So I don't really do it anymore, maybe every once in a while. I also don't like paid ads on social media, and I try to stay away from them for the most part just because, in my experience, it has just been a money sucker for me. And I haven't seen ROI. I've worked with many different agencies. I've tried myself and I'm just not a fan. So I make it a point to share something different in all of these different platforms at different times. And the end goal is to either drive people to my free masterclass, my boot camp, my online course, or my agency. But most of the time when I'm distributing content online, I'm not mentioning these things. I would say I follow the 80-20 rule, 80% is value, storytelling, yada, yada, and then 20% is, oh, if you want to know more about this, then check out my masterclass. And then last, the thing that I am the worst at but getting better is measuring. So I just started paying attention to this. Obviously, when something goes viral, we notice that. But looking at numbers month to month, I have never done this, and now I do. I do this for my books, obviously, for Media Maven, like the business side of things, but for social media or podcast downloads, never did it. And now I have made the decision that if this podcast isn't growing over time, month to month, I'm going to stop doing it. If my email list isn't growing over time, month to month, I'm going to end it. Obviously, I'm going to see why I'm not growing or why I'm stagnant, and then I'm going to say, okay, do I like doing this? Is this a needle mover for me? Do I need to implement something to grow it? And if the answer is yes, then I'll try to do that. If it's not, then it's proof that it's kind of a waste of my time. So if I'm stagnant on Twitter or X, I don't know what the hell we're calling it now. 
um, if I'm stagnant there, I won't spend as much time there because it's not working for me. So these are numbers that I never really looked at. I never really measured. I was just kind of doing it because I knew I should be doing it. But when you know these numbers month to month, you know what's working and what's not working. So then you know what to do next. And that's the big part. Without measuring what you're doing in some way, shape, or form, you're just playing a guessing game or you're doing what you think you should do or what you think other people are doing. So as a couple of months ago, this is my goal now. And I created this goal of measurement once a month because Jay Klaus does this very well. And in the lab, I will share the link in the show notes if you want to check it out. It's amazing. In the lab, he takes us behind the scenes every month and shares all of his numbers. He shares his financial. He shares his podcast downloads. He shares his social media growth. And then he explains why he thinks things are up or down and what he's going to do about it. So if you're interested in getting on the wait list for this, I highly recommend it. It inspired me to measure everything I'm doing. And I'm going on three months of it now. Just started doing this. I know, it's super late, but listen, it's better late than never. Now, I want you to remember something. This is a flywheel. Keyword, wheel. So it should always be turning. There is no stopping point. And this is where I failed in the past and where I needed to get creative in putting this flywheel together. Now, the tricky part for me was making sure that quote-unquote last thing on the wheel was a natural lead into the quote-unquote first thing on the wheel So it works for you faster without doing too much work. The idea is to make this entire process self-sustaining. It is not like there is a start and a finish, and then when you're done with the finish, you go back to the start, you like wash, rinse, repeat. Instead, it's a wheel, and one thing leads to the next, and it just keeps turning. So this is my first iteration of my content wheel. So to see it again, Go to becomeamediamaven.com. It's very visual. Find this episode. And then I'm also going to share it in my newsletter this week. So if you're not subscribed to my newsletter, just go to mediamavennews.com and that'll direct you there to sign up. So I'm going to show you what I worked from, which was a plan. I called it my content machine. And it acted more as a list of things to do with a a beginning and an end, not a wheel. So I said like, okay, My main content is going to be my podcast. And after I have my podcast, I'm going to do these things. Well, now I have a wheel. And the before and after visual may give you an aha moment like it did for me. So before my content machine, this is what I was always doing. I would create my podcast and I would put it on Buzzsprout, which takes it to all of the apps. And then I would put it on YouTube every Tuesday. And then from that podcast, I would create a short form video. I don't do this anymore because I don't turn my camera on to record my podcast. I will when I get a home office, but I'm not going to do it now just because it was just, I wasn't enjoying it. So I would turn the podcast into short form video. I would put those on YouTube shorts, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. And then from there, I would turn that into text. So I would have the show notes That would turn into a blog post so it could live on my website. And then I would tease on social media. I would pin it on Pinterest. Those were some of the ways I used text. And then after that, I would turn it into social media posts. So I would repurpose it and maybe turn it into a step-by-step post, a motivation post, an observation, maybe like a list or a now versus then. I would just create social media content from that podcast episode. And then... I had my email newsletter that I would send weekly on Thursday, and then I would repurpose it on LinkedIn. 
But here's the thing. I try to make my newsletter different from the podcast because if you listen to the podcast on Tuesday, then what you're going to get in the newsletter on Thursday is just repetitive. You're not learning or seeing anything new. So that didn't fit with everything else. That was just something on my list of things to do. So I wanted everything to kind of go together but be different and offer people value. So that is when the content flywheel comes into play. So I changed that quote-unquote content machine into a wheel so everything works together. And I'm going to explain the visual since we are on a podcast right now so you can get an idea. So like before, we are going to start with my podcast episode that comes out every Tuesday. And right now, when I put that on YouTube, the visuals are pretty basic. They're just graphics, different graphics to keep it interesting. But in the future, I would like more editing. I would like to make it a pretty cool, exciting YouTube channel if people like, actually want to watch a video. Um, so that goes out every Tuesday. And then I tease it and I write a blog post. I'm doing transcripts now. So that goes on social media. I put it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google My Business, Pinterest, and then hopefully later I'll go back to doing YouTube shorts because I'll have video. So that part stays pretty similar. Some things that I've added are more on the back end of this wheel because, again, it wasn't a complete circle and it all wasn't relative. So after that, I am going to make sure to engage with people who are responding to the content. Now, I always did this just because I think it's ridiculous that people are on social media and they're not being social. So I've I've always done this, but it was never written. So I included this on the flywheel. And then now we get to the newsletter. I want the newsletter not to be the same thing, but I want to go deeper on one, one thing I mentioned on the podcast or I want to add something new about the same topic that was on the podcast. So it gets a little bit expanded. So it's not like two totally different topics. It's one topic, but two totally different pieces of valuable information. And in that newsletter, that's kind of going to tee up the next thing that I'm going to do, which will be a new podcast episode. So the newsletter to the podcast episode, that's where I needed to get creative to make the wheel work. So the newsletter is going to have a little piece of the previous podcast episode that you haven't heard yet and an upcoming piece of the next podcast episode that you're going to hear. So by putting this together, I'm tying everything together and I'm creating a wheel to create the content so it all flows. But I'm also putting some pressure on myself to plan ahead. Now, I used to be like months ahead on the podcast. The newsletter was more spur of the moment because, again, it wasn't linked. I could just think of a topic and right away. You will expect on Thursday, if you sign up at MediaMavenNews.com, in the newsletter, you're going to get a new piece of information as it relates to a content flywheel. I could go deeper on something podcast-related, something social media-related, something newsletter-related, like Anything that has to do with creating content to get leads, I'm going to tell you something you haven't yet heard on this podcast in the newsletter, and then I'm going to go into something that we're going to talk about in next week's podcast episode. So that is what turns us into a wheel. 
And this content flywheel, it actually also doubles as my inbound sales machine. The only thing it's currently missing when I think of it like that is me pitching myself to appear in the media. So me being a guest on other people's podcasts because that is more earned media. That is stuff that's a little out of my control and includes me pitching. Now I could add something to this flywheel that would be like pitch this topic to podcasts, but I already have talking points that work pretty well. And it's just a matter of honestly me practicing what I preach and getting back out there and pitching podcasts. Most of the time right now when I'm a guest, it's because people approach me. But I also want you to consider when you are making your own flywheel, consider the amount of time it takes this to execute everything in the wheel in relation to other things you do in your business life and your home life. And I think that's part of the reason I didn't include podcast pitching in this wheel because One, it's not me creating the content, it's somebody else's content, but two, that's very time consuming. And I did not want to do that (laughs) because it's so time consuming. Plus, the pitches may not be related to that specific week's content of what I've decided to put in the flywheel. So I hope I'm not making this complicated. I think, again, the visual will help you. So just go to becomeamediamaven.com and you can actually see the flywheel. This is something I created in Canva. They don't have a template for it yet. I feel like the conversation of flywheels are, I feel like they're getting more and more attention. And eventually, you know, Canva, they're amazing with their templates. They'll probably have a flywheel template in there. So check it out. And then when you are ready to do more, here are three different ways that I could help you right now. One, if you go to earnmedianow.com, You can spend less than an hour learning the five simple steps to get featured in the media without spending money on ads. That is a free masterclass at earnmedianow.com. The second thing I can help you do, you can do it in three days if you wanna do an hour a day, or you can do it in three hours if you're a binger. I have my bootcamp, Pitch Publicity Profit. It teaches you how to pitch the media to earn publicity and what to do to turn it into profit. I share a lot of exact pitches that have led to successful media coverage and why they worked. So that's super valuable. And then finally, the third thing is, if you wanna bring PR in-house, if you are serious about this, if you do wanna make it your marketing strategy, then join me in my media mentoring program. This is under $1,000. You or your VA or a team member can learn how to become your own publicist with the skills of a big PR agency. Like I'm literally teaching you everything we do at my agency at Media Maven. And you can check that out at mediamentoringprogram.com. I know that was a lot of information. I know that was a lot of links. So I am putting all of this in the show notes of this episode. Again, becomeamediamaven.com. That's where you can find everything. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, if you wanna help me hit that goal of 12 more podcast reviews, just so I can break that 100 number, I would really appreciate it if you would let me know what you think of this episode, past episodes, or just the podcast in general. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you here next time on Become a Media Maven.